Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Previously on Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast. Mother it! Did you listen to the episode 17 of the Victory Road? Not yet. You know I am way behind on podcasts. I can't get this darn Zoom to work. I don't know how Star Lord's doing this. Wow, what's up? <sighs> they mentioned our takeover and Kyle forgot my name. I'm just that other guy. Damn. What are you going to do about it? The Digimon thing didn't work, remember? Oh, I've got a plan. <laughs> We're going to send them to the Shadow Realm! <laughs> Not Doug, though, right? He's my beard bro. We're like Tony and Doctor Strange. Come on. Y- yes, both of them. It's the only way to truly take over their show. Arceus, damn it! Alright, I'll go dig up the Millennium Items. But I'm not using the eye. That's your job, Bakura. I am not Bakura. Oh, yeah, you are. I'm not using the eye. I call the ring and the rod, though. Oh, so you can call me Bakura, but you still get the ring? <sighs> Fine, you can have the ring, but I get the puzzle. Alright, do you want the necklace? Nah, thanks. This is a foolproof plan. I want to see it unfold in person for the first time. Now, hand me the Millennium Key so I can unlock their podcast. I don't think that's how that works. Wait, ain't we missing an item? Ring, puzzle, eye, rod, necklace, and key. Nope, that's all that was in the show. Another great podcast in the bag. Yeah, but did you have to swear so much during that Rotom Dex question from what, like a 10-year-old kid? Oh, don't worry. I'm going to censor it with so many Pikas, the kid will think Pikachu is talking to them. You need anger management. You sound like my wife. What the f- Not you two again. What were your names? Uh, RJ and Ronald? It's Reggie! Yeah, sure, whatever, but how did you get access to our private Google Hangouts? With the Millennium Key, it allows me to gain access to anything. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Are you doing Yu-Gi-Oh now? What do you guys even want? We 
want your show. Duh. Again? Didn't you learn your lesson from last year? This time we're sending y'all somewhere you can't stop us. <laughs> Where are we going? The Shadow Realm? Actually, yes. How did you know? You're doing Yu-Gi-Oh! What else? You have the Millennium Items. So much for the element of surprise. RJ, now! Oh, right. Uh, sorry, Doug. Still beer bros? Of course. Dang it, RJ. Activate the dang ring! Let's get this show started. Magnemite, Magnemite, Magnemite. Magnemite can't sense uh, Earth's magnetic field, so what should we do while we... Wait, are you playing Pokemon Go again? Yeah, there's a Pokestop here. Of course there is. How do you find a Pokestop in every crossover event? I don't know, luck, but come relax as I lure this thing up. How are you so calm about this? We're trapped worse than Big Brother house guests. Oh, I hit the distress button before we even got sent here. When did we get a distress button? When you started swearing at that kid. So, who got the distress call? Our honorary third co-host! Magnemite, return! <sighs> well, we're here for a while. So, did you see what they're doing with Pokemon Go? They finally updated those quests. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Have you done much with it? I'm on level 2, I guess you could call it. By the way, love these little graphics that they're doing for April Fool's. I wish it would just stay like this. I also think that. I think it looks really nice, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the special quest to uh, get the Mew, basically. I am on level two. How far are you? I'm pulling it up now. I didn't start until, like, last night, so I'm a little behind the it started. Let's see, it started about three o'clock for you, so I mean, you may not be that too far behind. I know some people who are super far ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some people who've hacked the game and have already gotten their Mew. Boo! I boo you. I'm booing you. Unabashedly. Boo. Just play the game. Fun. It takes the fun out of things. Actually, Especially it'll... because I feel like this addition to the game mm-hmm. is one of the most fun things they've done since the game started. I like having this like um, task list. I think it's fun. I'm going to counter that by saying this is the most fun thing since raids. Raids aren't that fun. They are when you have a bunch of people. I don't have friends. Well, just do what other people do. Don't think... I don't know. There's something about it. I don't really have a good reason for it, but, like, I just don't do them. I don't think they're they're that fun. (laughs) Battling was never... Gyms and battling was never part of the stuff that I enjoyed, so it was just sort of, like, the next version of that. Mm -hmm. So, it's not that they're... It's not that I... You know, I don't think they should get rid of them or anything. I don't think they make the game a problem because they're just easy to ignore if you don't like them. Mm, makes sense. 
just do what other people do because I went to a Lugia raid today and I went to go get into it and like there's maybe like five cars there mm-hmm. and 20 people were in the lobby. Yeah. Because you, yeah. you get all the spoofers saying, oh, I'll be there. That was the same way with my Mewtwo raid I went into yesterday. I think you you underestimate the effort I go to to avoid people talking to me in public. <laughs> Is that why this works? Because there's a screen between us. No, I'll talk to you. You're a friend of mine. <laughs> but like, oh, thanks. But like. <laughs> Walking up to just a crowd of people where people then might talk to me is not a thing I uh, enjoy. Uh, I don't talk to people either. I mean, the most I talked to someone was, yes, yes, at the Mewtwo raid. They were like, uh, I got so lucky I call, um, I had today off, and I was like, oh, yeah, I called in sick. Yeah, but then that person would still be talking to me. <laughs> And then I then I get weird, and then I get awkward. This is coming from the guy who could like barely ask the Toys R Us worker for a Pokemon card because <laughs> I was like, "Oh, people, gross." <laughs> mm. I kind of understand. I had to have my wife go with me, so <laughs> it made it seem less so, weird. If if the people that I used to play Pokemon Go with were still playing, that wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Like then I would have somebody sort of that I I knew yeah. and could talk to. Like I don't. It's weird. I don't know. I don't mind if I'm with somebody I know, then, like, the entire rest of the room could be strangers, but just walking up. I don't know, man. Raids just... Okay. Not, okay. Not yeah. Fair point. They're cool. Don't give... Like, for objectively, they're cool. Yeah. I mean, I've met, I met a few new people through raids. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I got Mewtwo, though, so... Woo! Yeah, I'm super excited. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, for those who want to see it, I posted a video onto our Twitter account about it. Go check it out. Yes, definitely go check it out. It's in two parts, because apparently Twitter only lets you upload a two-minute and 20-second video, which is weird. Interesting. So, like, the first half is, like... So, the first video is, like, the battle. Second half... The second video is the battle... The end of the battle, plus me catching it. And you get to see me <laughs> throw some awful Pokeballs. Woo! <laughs> I, I am super excited I got Mewtwo, finally. Yeah, it's like the thing they advertised this game with two years ago, you know? But anyways, so, main thing, you now have the research quests. Um, There's two topics. There's the field and the special. Field, basically, it's like catch 20 Pokemon with weather boost, spin 10 Pokestops. That's what I have going on right now, my thing that I'm just pulling examples of. See, I like that stuff. I like that Mm -hmm. stuff so much. It's like, it's very, it's, it's varied, and it's instantly rewarding yeah uh, so I, I like that um and then once you do one of those all you have to do is really just do one of those quests a day and you'll get the stamp mm-hmm. and once you get seven stamps you get a very special reward that i'm opening i just you click on it and you'll get stardust a mystery Ooh. item and then a pokemon will appear Ooh. I just clicked on that too. A, a Pokemon appears. Interesting. And from what I've heard, the Pokemon can actually be a Moltres right now. Dang. See, this, okay, this is like, this to me feels like they've balanced out the game for those of us who don't like doing raids mm-hmm. and doing gyms, right? Because, like, w- one of the reasons I don't have any legendary Pokemon is because I don't like going to the gyms or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if, if they're going to start cycling them into these, then that gives those of us who um, 
either don't like going to gyms or who can't necessarily go to gyms, mm-hmm. um, an opportunity as well. It's pretty well, cool. Um, and then you got the special quest, which is yeah. Professor Willow because he's trying to track down Mew. And I have a feeling this is how they'll probably do Celebi and uh, uh, Jirachi soon. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. So the first first one, pretty easy. You just got to spin five Pokestops, catch ten Pokemon, and transfer five. So, wasn't too bad. No, I mean, all you got to do is just catch ten Pokemon and then transfer five of those. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't have to have anything special. So pretty easy. You get 500 experience points each. Um, stage two. That's what I'm on. Yep. You earn two candies while walking with your buddy. You make ten great throws. I've already finished that one. And yeah. then you have to hatch three eggs. Now, yeah. I found with the great throws, you actually don't need to catch the Pokemon. As long as you get one great throw oh, I, during I the battle. The, I was in a Lugia battle this morning, and I like threw like three greats. I still couldn't get it, but those three greats transferred over. Yep. It's all about the throw. Exactly. So it's all you need. Yeah, maybe if I threw an excellent, I would have got the Lugia, but I got two great. <laughs> I got two shiny. Things. I don't care. Nice. Um, stage three. This one you may not like. Uh, first one thing: reach level fifteen. Super easy. Done. If you've already hit that. Next up: battle in a gym two times. See, but that'll motivate me to do it. That's the yes. thing. Like, and it's not having too bad. these little like I'm like a trophy addict on PlayStation, so having mm-hmm. these like little tiny. Like bit by bit yeah. steps is going to motivate the crap out of me. A plus. You don't have to have like a bunch of people with you to do the battle gym. You yeah. just need yourself and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last one is battle in two raids. Now, it doesn't say legendary raids, it just says battle in two raids. So you can go and do a Whalmer raid, a Magikarp raid, a Swablu raid, any of like the tier one raids, and you're good to yeah. go. Well, and they're all around me, so that'll give me an excuse. Exactly. Uh, stage four. Um, earn a silver Kanto medal, and so by now you should actually have a silver Kanto medal. Yep. Um, evolve 20 Pokemon. That, depending on how you've been playing the game, like if you've got like a ton of Rattata and Pidgey candy stocked up, you're good to go. Yeah, I sh- that shouldn't be a problem. No. Um, earn five candies while walking with your buddy. I suggest for that part, switch it out to Magikarp. It, specifically Magikarp, and I'll get to that in a few stages, but switch your buddy out to Magikarp because uh, you'll see why. Because one, you get it's like one candy per kilometer, so mm-hmm. it's right there. Um, stage five. Oop, I gotta switch to a new tweet because that was four pictures. And Beep, boop. That. Um, stage five. Make twenty great throws. Again, not that hard. Oh, you also have All to catch those a great throw. throws. Oh, you have to catch a ditto. Catch a ditto, make 20 great throws, and then catch 10 ghost Pokemon. Oh, okay. That's fun. So this is sort of the turning point where it gets to be a little bit harder. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Wait till nighttime. Ghost Pokemon usually show Mm -hmm. up a little bit more at night. Yeah. Uh, Ditto. It's a little bit trickier. I know some... Pidgey and Hoot. Hoot, hoot. Yes, and Rad Catch all the Pidgey and Hoot, Hoot. Yep. And then make 20 great throws again, not that hard. Stage it's kind of wild to me that this didn't happen earlier because it's, it's, I feel like it's motivating people to catch stuff they would normally ignore. Mm-hmm. I know it was for me. I caught a bunch of stuff I didn't necessarily want, but I needed to catch 10 Pokemon, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Stage six. You have to reach level 25. I'm all set there. I'm level 29. 
whoop, uh, battle 10 raids. Pretty simple again, just go do a bunch of Magikarp raids, Wilmar raids, Swablu raids, whatever, because they all require 400 candies. Do it! And then the final part of stage 6, evolve a Magikarp. I'm already ready to go. Uh, see, you're lucky. Um, I, have, <laughs> I live on a river. <laughs> uh, see, I do live around some Magikarps. I have about 200 candies, but by switching out, but I know some people don't see that many Magikarps. So switching your buddy out is perfect. Yeah. Then you'll just get that more. Yeah. Uh, stage seven is where it gets a little bit more fun. Um, you have to catch 50 Pokemon using a berry. So either oh, okay. throw any of the ba- the berries. Wow. Um, throw any <laughs> of the berries. It doesn't matter which one. And then catch it and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, make one excellent curve throw. Mm. It's a little bit trickier to do. But it's only I've, one, which is pretty yes. cool. Uh, thankfully, it's only one. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I've done it before on raids. So I'll probably be better off doing it there. Mm. Usually, like, you got these really big Pokemon, and, like, so their ring's a little bit bigger. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah. And then uh, you've got an Earn Gold Canto Medal. Again, I'm all done there. Yeah. No problem. Uh, now, what's funny for this is the rewards. Uh, each time you complete a stage, you get rewards. So the rewards for Stage 7 is a mythical Pokemon encounter. Ooh. So, obviously, Mew. Hey, Mew. And then Stage 8 your objective is to just catch Mew. And <laughs> from what I've heard, he has a 100% catch rate and a 0% flee rate. Yay! So, honestly, stage 8 is probably the easiest one to complete. Yay! Just throw any Pokeball and don't miss. <laughs> don't miss. <laughs> and if you have to, just throw the uh, Nana berries, slow it down, and then throw a Pokeball and you're good yeah. to go. Yeah, easy peasy, y'all. And then for that, one of the rewards is actually 20 Mew candy, so you can actually... uh, Dang. And Mew actually has a high move pool rate of, like, over 20 moves, I believe, they said. Oh, wow. Yeah, because Mew technically can learn any move. Yeah, makes sense. So they gave it a lot of moves, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, no, I like that. I think that's neat. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like this. A-plus update. Good job, Niantic. I agree. Great throw. Mm -hmm. There's a Zigzagoon down here in the Shadow Realm. Oh. Yeah. Again, I'm only getting Pidgeys. (laughs) Uh, Weird. Must be that third-party app I installed. (laughs) So, also, uh, during the April Fools, they've raised the encounter rate of Murkrows a lot. I don't know if you've seen this. I haven't noticed it, but I've seen that it's happening for people. And they've now made it possible to catch a shiny Murkrow. Woo! I will do that. For those who don't know what Murkrow shiny form is, it's pink. Which is the bomb. Yes. I love when they do this to dark Pokemon, because Murkrow is not the only one. There's a Mm -hmm. number of them. Sneasel, off the top of my head, is one that I can think of. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of pink shinies. Yes. Uh, if I remember correctly, you can divide the Pokemon Shinies up into just a few categories. Mm-hmm. The ones that barely look any different. Bulbasaur. Um, <laughs> the ones that look better than the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, say Charizard. Chestnut. 
Rayquaza. Um, the green. <laughs> Espeon. <laughs> and then the final category, the fabulous. Where they're fabulous! Sneasel. Sneasel, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey. Yeah, so I'm loving the fact that they're uh, pulling out some more uh, shinies now. And you said you got uh, shiny Bulbasaur, right? I did. I managed to get one shiny Bulbasaur. And what's funny is that it, it's like CP12. Wow. <laughs> it's a hey, little, I mean... little runt. <laughs> but that's fine because since I don't do a lot with battling anyway and I yeah. just mostly collect, like I'll have a shiny Venusaur, which is cool. Nice. Yeah. I ended up catching three shinies. Nice. I got one to a Venusaur, one to an Ivysaur, and I kept one as a Bulbasaur. Now, what's funny is the I had only caught two while I was out at the park. And then on my way home, I opened up the game real quick, and I saw a Bulbasaur. I was like, yeah, why not? Clicked on it, and it was a shiny. <laughs> nice. I had already evolved the two that I already had to Venusaur and Ivysaur. Yeah. Had I waited, this was the much better Bulbasaur to evolve oh, into a Venusaur. No. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, of course. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> it does. Oh, I just found the downside to keeping the uh, the sprite version of the Pokemon. Looking at I've, your Pokemon, you don't see the shinies? You don't see the shinies, although shinies are okay because they have the little sparkles next to them. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell which Pikachu or which Pikachu. Oh, no. Because they don't have hats. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I guess I, I do dig it, though. But what they could do is keep it on the um, the radar. Mm-hmm. I think that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. But, yeah. Of course, though. I feel like any time I evolve something, that's when I find, like, the stronger version of its pre-evolution. <laughs> it's just well, weird Pokemon karma somehow. Giving you a heads up, I don't know if you heard, but the next Community Day is April 15th. Yeah. Hopefully we're out of here by then. Mareep, right? Yes, Mareep. And I made a huge Settlers of Catan joke up on my Twitter account if mm-hmm. you happen to catch that. Or <laughs> I know what Settlers of Catan is. <laughs> but I was like, ooh, sheep. I need sheep. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I got to do this joke. So. Check it out on our Twitter, y'all. <laughs> she was on my Twitter, I think. Check it out on Kyle's Twitter, y'all. Because <laughs> I, I kind of made a little bit of a dirty joke and I didn't want to put that onto our. Fair point. <laughs> yeah. Try and keep the Twitter account clean. You go to mine, though, and see my Pokemon updates, and I say, uh, F yeah, a lot. F I get yeah. Cool. Like my Mewtwo. <laughs> that deserves it. But I did not swear in the video. <laughs> I was surprised. Proud of you. <laughs> no, I did not want to have to edit that video. I don't, I don't edit video. I edit sound waves, not videos. Yes, same. <laughs> And to we all those who see gifts of Soundwave, you can stop now. <laughs> I, I tweeted out, I'm getting sick and tired of seeing Soundwaves from editing <laughs> that <laughs> I'm starting to see them everywhere else now. And people just start sending me gifts of the Transformer Soundwave. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was like, really, guys? <laughs> we all love our friends. Yes. They I. Yeah, they are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're here. Um, 
But yeah, so you also get a chance for a shiny Mary, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that, actually. Especially because I barely have any of those to begin with, because they're so hard to get. I've only ever gotten two from I eggs, think... and so now I have a Flaffy. I think I, have I don't have Amber. One, maybe? Maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe one? I'm pretty confident I have at least one, but it might be all I have. I'm checking now, now that I've got this open. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 alphabet mode. Oh, hey, look, another Pidgey. All these Pidgey down in the Shadow Realm. Who'd have thunk it? It's from from uh, disgruntled trainers who are tired of seeing Pidgey. Is this, yeah. where, all the, is this where Professor Willis sends everyone's uh, transferred to Pokemon? Oh my gosh. That must be what it is. Is that what all these bones are? Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so not think about it. <laughs> all right, so... Last the main reason why we're talking here. Yeah. Last week, um, now both Doug and I again we've mentioned this before. Huge Power Ranger fans. Yeah. And there's this channel on Twitch called Hyper RPG. They're awesome. That does uh, Power Rangers Hyper Force? Doug's been watching it since the beginning, I believe. Mm-hmm. I yep. have not. And I think within like the past month, this past month, I have been binge watching. <laughs> slash listening to Power Rangers Hyperforce. And I finally got all caught up and whatnot, and then they made an announcement that they're doing a special Pokemon role-playing game. Yeah. Basically, it's like a and d style uh, game, but with Pokemon. Where they're calling it Pokemon Heist, which I yeah. thought was kind of cool. So, I missed it live. You watched it live, correct? I did watch it live, yeah. Yes, you did, because I saw your comments on there. Yeah. <laughs> So, I uh, have been watching, I've been trying to catch up on it this past week, uh, any chance I got. And I gotta say, it was very interesting. Um, <laughs> I like, let me just put this back, I like the concept. Mm-hmm. And it actually makes me want to do my own uh, Pokemon uh, Dungeon and blah, 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 Dungeons and Dragons style game. Sure. So... Give me a few ideas, but we'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> uh, overall thoughts, what do you think? I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I was cracking up. There were times where I was laughing so hard, like, I could barely breathe. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. The way that it basically works, and the way that Hyper RPG shows basically work, is they'll do a D&D campaign or a similar style RPG type game. Many of them are licensed, so they do Power Rangers, they do Star Wars... Um, They had a Valiant Comics one for a very long time. And they'll tell a story, and the players will play, you know, they'll role-play and stuff. But Hyper RPG's shtick, I guess, is that they're hyperactive and interactive. So um, people can influence the game or um, help players or hurt players by contributing donations, which then go directly to the channel, um, operating costs and, and paying players and stuff. Um, and then things in the game can change. So, for example, in the Power Rangers one, you can help your Power Rangers, like the Power Rangers, by giving them energy and boosts and stuff like that. So, in the Pokemon one, they had all these different types of incentives where if you donated um, to their channel, you could uh, give them Pokemon, or you could make things happen, or you could make you know things just sort of appear. Um, and it it basically resulted in 
absolute like hyper RPG Pokemon chaos, which is exactly what I came for. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll say this. I wasn't too big of a fan of the whole create your own Pokemon. <laughs> it kind of just threw me out of the element a little bit. But we got Chaunter. We got Chaunter. Yes, Chaunter, yes. <laughs> Which, a- by the way, is a Haunter that is possessing a chair. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, I- I'll just throw this out there. I love the fact that they still somehow incorporated Magnemite into it. So that was mm-hmm. that, that was my bon- That was my plus yep. right there. They somehow managed to incorporate Magnemite. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, five Team Rocket grunts uh, have to pull off a heist for a fossil. Yes, the concept for the actual story was so good. I wasn't sure what they were going to do going into it. And when I when I learned that they were playing Team Rocket characters on a heist, I was like, this, this is great. This yeah, is great. I think it was cool. I felt bad for the Game Master, though. <laughs> because he's got the story in his head that he wants to tell. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, oh, hey, uh, someone donates so much money. And now this person's Game Master for a little bit, completely throwing off his game. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot to mention story. that. The the one thing that they do on a lot of their shows is you can donate to specific players, and if they hit a certain point, um, then they get to take over for sixty seconds as the as the GM, and then mm-hmm. this allows the players to like bypass certain elements or traps or whatever. Um, and it just it <laughs> it requires yeah, it, their it, GMs to be it's game breaking basically. It is, but they know that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's it's part of what their they know it going whole thing in. is. Yeah, but like I just felt back. Like he had this story to tell, and like you could tell he had this huge thing go- that was going to happen with Mewtwo, <laughs> and then they're just like, oh yeah, Mewtwo shows up, and then mm-hmm. decides that it doesn't want to battle us, and then just leaves and never decides to come back at all. <laughs> well, like, I think well, I think what so one thing that's interesting about Hyper RPG is if if they do something that's like a one shot, or they do something that's just sort of um, kind of a concept, um, and then they get a lot of feedback that says, like, we want this, we want more of this. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they'll try to figure out how to make that work. So I think if they were, if they got a lot of good feedback on the Pokemon one and they were allowed to do more of it, I think they would. And I think they could they could make it so that the incentives aren't as game-breaking. I think mm-hmm. the one of the things that hurt this particular RPG was the fact that they were doing it during their fundraiser. So they were doing anything, like they, they allowed for so much more player or um, viewer control than they do on a lot of their other shows. Like if you watch Hyperforce, um, that you can't change the story in that. Viewers can't change what's going to happen. Yeah, They can yeah. only help or hurt, you know, the players. Mm-hmm. Mostly help. Mostly help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are only a few circumstances where you can actually hurt the players. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Matt did a great job. Matt was the guy GMing and I thought he did fantastic, especially given how how off the rails they took his story. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> someone tried giving a guy five magic and he's like, Okay, fine. But they're all together as one Pokemon. <laughs> it's a school of Magikarp, if you will. Yeah. And then only one of them got like the extremist armor from Iron Man. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? He's like, so do they all get it? Does one of them get it? Like, how does that work? (laughs) And I think, what was it? One of the guys, he's uh, the voice of Cucumber from uh, the... uh, From the one... uh, From Perception Check? Yeah. Because they made it seem like he, I think... 
Was he playing? Uh, his, yeah, uh, the one guy who was supposed to be playing like a fourteen-year-old kid. Oh, that's no, that's not a cucumber. That's one of the um, producers. Okay, because like his voice sounded a lot like it at one point, <laughs> so I thought that was his voice uh, and his uh, puppeteer, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That would have been fun. Actually, had a Pokemon based off of cucumber. Yeah, no, that was just like a weird, weird coincidence um, that his like fourteen-year-old voice <laughs> sounds like cucumber. Okay. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, and for so those that don't know what we're talking about, it's the exception uh, check show that they have on Hyper RPG. I've been thinking about watching. I just haven't had a chance to actually watch yet. Yeah, Perception Check's a really good one as well. That one is is straightforward D&D, but it's with um, puppets um, mm-hmm. or felted friends, uh, if you're in the chat. Um, <laughs> but that one is worth noting that that one is not kid-friendly at all. Okay. So Good to know. <laughs> the Pokemon one, I think, might have... Uh, I don't remember. Do you remember... Uh, well, there was some very lewd photos of Professor Oak. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there was some conceptual stuff that was maybe not kid-friendly, but uh, Power Rangers certainly is, and uh, Perception Yeah, they, they do a pretty good job of trying to keep it yeah. PG. Yeah, they tend to they tend to keep the their Except like behavior. Grid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they tend to keep their 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 sort of hypothetical rating system mm-hmm. uh, in line with their the property that they're utilizing. So Power Rangers tends to be more appropriate. Yeah. Um, the Pokemon one was on a like private fundraiser stream. Mm-hmm. So that one might not have actually been as kid friendly um, yeah. as the, it could be moving forward. Yeah. Well I mean the Power Ranger uh, fundraiser thing right after was definitely not kid friendly. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, oh, Doug's moving again. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 you're fine. I just know you usually move around a lot during the show. And I was going to start commenting when you start moving. <laughs> it's uncomfortable in the Shadow Realm. They don't have furniture down here. We're just kind of sitting on the the ground. Is this even a ground? I mean, like, I can, like, we're just floating. I mean. I thought it was, but now that you've mentioned it, I guess I'm just sort of in a sitting position. There's a lot of fog. There is a lot of fog. There's a lot of fog. But there's even more Pidgeys! <laughs> True. Banish your Pidgey to the Shadow Realm. So, I, um, Now, like I was saying, it gave me some ideas of, like, I actually kind of want to do my own Pokemon RPG. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had even tweeted out yesterday, I don't know if you saw this, uh, random question, would you watch slash listen to a Pokemon-style D&D? And uh, good friend uh, Brian Klekashuki, who should be arriving soon, <laughs> said no, because I'd rather be on it instead. <laughs> well, I think I, it's something that's doable, but we just need somebody who... who uh, basically, you just need a GM. You know what I mean? Like, one person's pretty much preparing the whole thing for, for a bunch of other players. Yeah. Somehow I feel like I would get stuck with that role. You could, but I don't think you'd have to. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, and I said, like, we do it without you. Because, I mean, come on, it's Brian. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, um, 
Someone commented saying, uh, yes, they had that example last Sunday on Hyper RPG. <laughs> and I was like, that's where I got the idea from. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Moses uh, said, I watch a Power Rangers tabletop RPG on Hyper RPG, hashtag Hyperforce, hashtag Hyperforce Season 2. So probably. <laughs> and I was like, yep, I love that show. They did a Pokemon heist uh, this past Sunday, and I've been thinking about how to do one for the show. So, yeah. definitely want to give it a shot. Um, yeah, uh, the characters in the heist were quite entertaining. Yeah, they they, they had uh, pretty different characters. The one that obviously stands out was the one that was 14, like a 14-year-old boy working Whoa. for Team Rocket. Whoa! Whoa! Um, Was he, though? (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, you need to to watch the... Well, I don't know. If if you're not subscribed, are you able to watch it? Oh, I'm subscribed. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, generally speaking, like, we're telling Um, people to watch it, but I don't know. If if you're not subscribed, but you do have, like, uh, Amazon Prime, you can you can subscribe through your Amazon prime. Mm-hmm. Um, but in any case, you should definitely watch it because uh, the standout, I think the standout player from a character perspective is the 14 year old boy. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you and, definitely, definitely watch. <laughs> and I gotta give mad props to GM for all his voice work. Yeah. He did such a good job. I loved like, his really, meow. really impressive. Yes. Yes. His meowth was hilarious. And he's his James. Um, part of this is just because I think he naturally probably sounds similar. But his James sounded so good. <laughs> his James just straight up sounded like James. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was really really fun. I'm trying to think of what the other characters were. Obviously, you know, Professor Oak we mentioned uh, makes somewhat of an appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of characters. They they tried to limit things to the original generation, because not all of the players knew much more than that, but it certainly spiraled uh, away from that. But character-wise, yeah. you know, you saw Generation 1 characters. So you saw a little bit of Professor Oak, saw a little bit of Bill, saw a little bit of Jesse James, Giovanni, stuff like that. So. Ash. Shows Ash, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ash and Red were both stretch goals for their fundraising. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which which is great. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was cool. It's uh, It was certainly a fun sort of nostalgic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the the character who will just say um, had a crush on Professor Oak. <laughs> oh, uh, Professor Cherry Tree. Yes, yes. Professor Cherry Tree was also a standout <laughs> character. Uh, I, I love the joke when she's coming up with the name. She's like, "All right, uh, tree, tree, tree." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry Tree. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do it. Mm-hmm. Kind of surprised there isn't already a Professor Sakura. Is there? We're not missing so. anybody, are we? No. Um, you got Professor Who's... Oak, Professor Elm, Birch. The greatest. Sycamore. Sycamore. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of... Four. Well, I know we don't have any in the core series, but I'm trying to think of if we have... Because there's like offshoot ones, right? Like Willow, obviously. Yeah. Or Ivy. Um, but I'm trying to think if there's a professor in Pokken or not. Pokemon professors. I am Googling it because for some reason there's really good Wi-Fi in the Shadow Realm. But I'm pretty sure it's all the fog. It just sort of like conducts the Wi-Fi signal. At least that's my theory. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think there is a Professor Sakura at all. But I don't know about all the side games, you know, all those. Right. In the core series, you got Professor Oak, Professor Elm, Professor Birch, Professor Owen, Professor Juniper, Professor Sycamore, and Professor Kukui. Kukui. And other and others in the core series, uh, you got Professor Cosmo, uh, Fennel, Cedric Juniper, Samson Oak, Colrus. Samson Oak, get out of here. <laughs> Side games, Professor Crane from the uh, uh, Ore region, and specializes in shadow Pokemon. Mm, yeah, that's right. Dr. Kaminiko of the Ore region. I think those are from... Uh, what game is that from? XD Gale of Darkness. Yes, I see. I never played that. So. And maybe, maybe also... Was it Coliseum that also had a short story mode? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But definitely Gale of Darkness. Spin-off games, you got Professor P and Pokemon Troze. Professor oh. Hastings um, and uh, Pokemon Rangers, and then uh, <gasps> Professor Willow and Pokemon Go. I love Pokemon Ranger games. Someday I'll we'll do a re- retrospective on one of those games. They're so good. Let's see here, uh, and then other fields of study: Doctor Astropoff. <laughs> I don't know what he's from. I gotta look this up. Uh, seen in Black, White, Black Two, and White Two on televisions. Okay. Wow, this article is really thorough. Yeah, uh, Professor Quentin Wetry um, uh, from a typing game, I believe. Professor Andy in the Art Academy, Professor Tetra and Pokemon Picross. Professor Andy? That's such a cute name. <laughs> he doesn't have a last name. He's just Professor Andy. <laughs> so, I mean, as far as I think that's about wow. it. Um, Very surprised. No Professor Sakura. 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 Um, well, who knows? Maybe in the future we'll see one. Just depends on where uh, where the next generation of Pokemon games takes us, I suppose. If they ever do another um, another region inspired by Japan, maybe we'll get, well, get another. Well, was the character Sakura in um, the Johto region. She was one of the Eevee sisters. Yeah, but... She was eh. the youngest one. She could be the next professor. That would be cool. I would Professor be down for that. Eevees. Yes. That would make sense if they... That would have made a lot of sense for, like, Generation 4 or if they remake Generation 4 with new characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, an evolution professor, uh, especially who is specializes in EVs, would make a lot of sense. Well, I think they've already had professors who specialize in evolution. Yeah, in Generation 4 and 6. Because they have evolution and mega-evolution. Those are those professors' specialties. So, yeah. I don't know. Was there anything else with the the RPG that that you wanted to touch on? I'm trying to think of, like, standout moments, but it was really quite chaotic. Standout moment. (laughs) Again, it was chaotic, but in a good way. Yes, I thought so, at least. Um, Now, I had watched the power rangers monster thing right afterwards and i kind of actually just decided to stop watching about halfway through i just kind of got a little bored in my opinion <laughs> i do apologize i just take anymore i was like all right, i i need a break it's a lot of chaos at once yes. you know and it it's just a lot. wasn't getting to me well the thing with hyper rpg is they are so open and willing to, to like allow for the chaos 
that sometimes if you're in the mood to just watch a game, it's tough to to do that on their channel mm -hmm. because the way they describe themselves is like 90% improv, 10% gaming. Mm -hmm. um, so it just, it depends on what you can, you know, what you're in the mood for and how much of it you can digest at once. And, and doing those two in a row was like five hours of like pure chaos. <laughs> well, for you, I guess, because you watched both right in a row, right? Yes, I did. I watched them both, both live. Okay. See, I only I only watched uh, the Power Ranger one live, and then I've been. I see. I watched the Pokemon one bits and pieces, and yeah, I think Perce Perception Check has prepared me for these types of uh, <laughs> long marathons of absolute absurdity. <laughs> but I'll I will say, if 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 anybody listening starts watching the Pokemon RPG, um, even if you have to break it into chunks, finish it. Mm -hmm. Like if you start it, finish it because yeah. it's worth it in the very end. Yes, All of the chaos is perfectly worth it. I promise. <laughs> There's a big payoff. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that's about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, like what not goes. But I mean, that was the main thing we want to talk about was just the. Uh, hyper RPG thing and again I I really dug it I do hope I hyper RPG does one if not I would love to try and do one myself yeah I, I just gotta come up with like you know like the rules for the game and stuff like that uh, I mean if hyper RPG is not planning to do more I bet you will or Matt would be willing to just chat about how it worked you know every once in a while they'll do uh, streams where they just answer questions um so we can always try to pop into one of those sometime. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, since the Wi-Fi signal is so good down here. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, if Brian would show up... Yeah. You know, if not, we'll just talk for all eternity, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure, we can do that too. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. I hope they don't mess up with our introduction. You've entered Victory Road, a Pokemon. Oh yeah. New management, start over. It's time to do 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 You've entered Duelist Kingdom, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. <laughs> Stop what you're doing and bring back Doug and Kyle. How'd you get into the secured Google Hangouts? With my Klefki, the keychain Pokemon. Klefki! It can unlock any lock. Klefki! Pretty sure that's not... Actually, it is. Now bring them back! You and what army? <sighs> you just pokes the absolute wrong bear. Go, Snorlax! Snorlax! It's time for my Z-move, Pulverizing Pancake! Snorlax! 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 
items. I'll take this key and let them out. Finally, that Pokestop only spawned Pidgeys. Maybe for you. Hey, Brian, thanks for the assist. I knew I shouldn't have installed that third-party app. Now I'm shadow banned in the Shadow Realm. No problem. All right, you two give up yet? We aren't even done yet. We have one more trick up our sleeves. I summon my two blue-eyes white dragons! And I summon my blue-eyes white dragon and play the spell card colonization, fusing us with the dragons forming... Blue, Blue eyes, eyes explosion, explosion dragon. dragon. Crud, they're a dragon. <laughs> All right, guys, sound out any dragons, fairies, or ice types. But first, we need some epic music. Is this really the time? It's always the time for music. Just wait for the most epic part of the song, and then we can start battling. Go! My electric dragon, Zekrom! Dragon Pulse! And I'll send out my ice dragon, Curium. Blizzard! Plus, my faithful sidekick. Go, Randy! Moonblast! Snorlax, Ice Beam, Klefki, Moonblast! Advantages won't work, work on, on us. us. We're, We're a, a different, different franchise. Ugh, he's right. Then why don't we try a fusion of our own? Uh, dancing with earrings. No, not that. Let's use this DNA splicer and form Black Curum. D-Fusion Bolt! Bolt. 
Ah, they're defusing. No, we were so close. We almost won. I asked you if you wanted the necklace. Not now. Don't you have a gun to go clean? Oh, wait, I do. Bye-bye. <sighs> so hard to find good oak these days. Not so fast. Rick. It's what I mean, Reggie. All right, to make sure this never happens again, I'm going to use the Millennium Scale to split your good half and your evil half and lock away your evil half. Huh, we did forget one. So, does this mean we can have a decent April Fool's Day next year without any interruptions? I believe so. I do believe so. Thanks again for the help, Brian. You're always welcome on our show. Except for those other guys, RJ and Robert. Yeah, glad to have helped. And I think his name was Ralph. It's Reggie! production of the 4Ride Radio Network. For other great shows, check out www.4rideradio.com.